Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited for today's episode because we have some amazing special guests. Special guests, do you want to introduce yourselves? Oh my gosh, yes. Hi. So I'm Jacqueline from the Bibliovert Podcast. And I'm Allie, also from the Bibliovert Podcast. (laughs) Perfect. Love that. (laughs) We're a package deal. (laughs) Yeah. Two halves of a whole. Actually, we're two fourths of a... Quad. Quad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you guys for coming on. We wanted to do an extra special Christmas episode. And so we wanted to just do a little bit of a chat about some Christmas traditions that we all have and introduce you guys to um, our new friends from Art, and then just talk some Christmas holiday recommendations for some good books. So yeah, so very excited yeah. just as a just as a start into the episode, we all do celebrate Christmas. So this is going to be about Christmas traditions. So we're not trying to leave anyone out. We just all celebrate Christmas. So these are all going to be Christmas traditions, but we do really, really want to hear about your holiday traditions, no matter what you celebrate and how you celebrate. So um, really excited to hear about your guys's holiday traditions as well. All traditions are welcome here. We love you all. So, um, but yeah, so starting into the episode, um, we have guests on our episode we always ask um a few questions uh first being what's your favorite standalone second your favorite series and third your ultimate book boyfriend so whomever wants to go first uh, take it away um okay do we want to do one question at a time or you just want me to unload all of my baggage on you like all at once (laughs) go for it just go for it um okay and i'm very unoriginal in that my answers correlate to one another um, so I was looking at my bookshelf and I ended up going with the heart principle for my favorite standalone. So, uh, Helen Wong has written three books, but they can be read individually. And so I don't quite count them as a series. Um, heart principle is probably my favorite standalone series. It's gotta be an even tie between Akatar and Harry Potter solely because I have tattoos of both. And so I feel like if I don't pick those, then I like wasn't really dedicated to the cause. Um, and then following those threads, bookish boyfriends, I, I, if I'm thinking fantasy, it's gotta be Reese. But if I'm thinking normal human beings in like romance books, um, Michael from Kiss Quotient, that's Kiss. Um, but 13 year old me wants me to say Edward. So I'll, I'll go uh, ahead and go with that. We love all of those answers. <laughs> I'm As I got way more than you asked for. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, team so, Jacob. Absolutely. All the way up until like the last book. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> he gets really creepy at the end, but like I don't know. Taylor yeah. Lautner's so much better. Um, I'm team no one. I'm team. Yeah. Let's just not ever do this again. Um, I Carlisle. creeped out. Carlisle. <laughs> Truth. Truth. Oh. Here for that. Very I'll be true. your mommy. <laughs> perfection anyways i love that yeah i I will not lie i was obsessed with twilight as um every 13 year old was um in that time but i think uh, tatiana and i had had a long conversation about this we were talking about the movies and i was like i just remember by the last movie i was like okay this was a choice we all made it's okay (laughs) (laughs) 
that's what yep. we decided to go yep. with. Yep. Okay. I mean, I'm not mad about it at all, but it's just, it's just really funny to like mm-hmm. look back and be like, ah, oh, and this is where like the Vampire Diaries was this born. This was back then. <laughs> are here for it. I'm here for we it. We did a watch oh. marathon and ripped them a new one. Love it. I love it. I need that. Yeah, love we it. Need to do it. It was fun. It's so, fun. <laughs> it's so fun it was a it was a awesome. lot to handle because we did it in like a 24-hour period or like a 48-hour period oh. it was a lot yeah um but it was a journey that that we went on together that's amazing that. here for that 1000 awesome. <laughs> percent. all right Jacqueline you want to share yours yes absolutely okay so this took some thought <laughs> um so I am new to like the romance world however um the love hypothesis has me in a chokehold and it's one that I don't want to get out of. I absolutely loved it so much. Um, so definitely that one I think is my favorite standalone. And then my favorite series is An Ember in the Ashes by Saba Tahir. I love it so incredibly much. It means so much to me. The writing is incredible. I could go on and on and on about how much I love that series. And then I think the ultimate book boyfriend is Azrael from a court of thorns and roses he just he's like a full package so um I reread the Adam love hypothesis <sighs> chapter uh three hours ago just because I needed <laughs> to scratch an itch really fresh like, that. it's been too long since I read it love that yeah Adam is everything like he's I everything. he fits my like perfect quintessential boyfriend he's just like grumpy nerd who's just like awkward but like I just everything I just perfection like I love him so much (laughs) Mm -hmm. that is awesome so I know all of our listeners kind of know you guys but maybe not all of them so do you guys want to tell us a little bit about you and how you guys started the podcast and just kind of your journey and how you met because your guys's meet cute story is the cutest thing in the world so we need to we do have a meet cute you guys do have a meet cute like yeah I just watched the holidays so obviously like my heart is so fast right now (laughs) <laughs> if you want a platonic love story, Allie, should we write this? <laughs> platonic soulmates, soulmates. But friends. We're here for the friends love like friend love hey, stories. Like yeah. friend soulmates is a thing. It's one thousand percent a thing. So yeah. Allie, you can tell it because I like it when you tell it. You're, um, you're I'll talk about how writer. we met and you can talk about how we started the podcast because that was sure. a lot of your ingenuity. Um so I actually knew Jacqueline's husband before I met Jacqueline. Connor and I went to high school together um, and we're just kind of acquaintances. And then in college, we lived in the same dorm room. Um, and you know, in college, dorm, like not all, dorm room, not dorm, dorm room, <laughs> not dorm building, not dorm room. His roommates. dorm room was significantly <laughs> smaller than mine. Um, and him, my, my actual roommate and I became friends, um, cause you know, your friends shift in college. Um, and so found a lot of good companionship there, continued that friendship through four years of college. And then he fell head over heels for this girl. And I was like, yay, Connor, like, I'm happy for you. Woo. Like I want to meet her. Um, and then he got an internship abroad in Paris, um, and Jacqueline who had lived in Paris before I had met her all of one time at this point, who had lived in Paris before was going over there and she had an apartment. Um, and so they were there for six months and I was like, cool, I'm coming. Like, I'm going to come visit. I was a teacher at the time. And so I had the week of Thanksgiving off. Um, and so I was like, see you in Paris. Gotta go. 
Um, so I flew over to Paris. Jacqueline picked me up from the airport and brought me back to her apartment. I don't think I saw Connor for like 12 hours or something. Like you <laughs> came in, you put me in your bed <laughs> and Connor was at work. <laughs> and I fell asleep because of jet lag. Um, and it was just kind of like, not awkward, but like you're getting to know each other and she had to work. So I just left and like walked around Paris and did all this stuff. Um, we went to London for the weekend and then on the train ride back, she was reading or something. And I, we somehow got onto the topic of reading and she asked me what I had read recently that I liked. And at the time I was still being demolished in the aftermath of Akatar, reading Akatar for the first time. And so I like begrudgingly was like, uh, you know, this book series about, I mean, it's going to sound weird, but fairies, like, and she was like, what book? And I was like, A Court of Thrones and Rose. She was like, oh, I've read it. And I said, I'm sorry, what? Like, I'm, you, you've read it? And like, I think I screamed loud enough for the entire train to hear me. Um, <laughs> and we've been best friends ever since. So Connor got picked out of that picture very quickly. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not Connor's friend anymore. You're mine. Like, Allie would come over. I don't even know if you would see Connor. <laughs> like, you'd be like, oh, I would just be like, cool, I'm going <laughs> to steal your wife. Let's go book shopping. <laughs> It was so fun. So yeah, that's how we met. And uh, we were never the same after that. (laughs) So very quickly after that, um, my two cousins, Laurie Beth and Anna Kate are also avid readers and they like the YA fantasy world as well. So um, Allie and I were living in the same city. Connor and I had moved back from Paris and we were living in Houston. And I don't know about y'all, if y'all had this experience when kind of growing up and like when I was in middle school and high school and kind of after that twilight phase, because I feel like twilight kind of made reading almost cool, <laughs> but like not, not quite. <laughs> it was still kind of like that. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I was always kind of embarrassed or hesitant or shy to share like what books I had been reading. So reading felt very isolating to me. Um, and so I just know that like, that was an experience I had, but when I met Allie, it was like this whole new world of like getting to talk about books opened up and getting to like share things you like even if like I read a book and Allie hated it or vice versa like we still just had another thing that was connecting us and it was just so delightful um and so I was like okay Laurie Beth and Anna Kate like I love them we're so close we're such close cousins like I would love for us to have kind of like a more frequent reason to like talk and hang out because we all live in different places um, and then inviting Allie into that. So I was like, let's start a podcast <laughs> and see how this goes, question mark. Um, and so, yeah, we actually started it like right before the pandemic started. So it was like March of 2020. And it ended up being the biggest blessing in the world because one, it was like a reason for us to like, check in with each other and be like how are you doing are you like are you okay because like what a weird time to be alive and then two we were also all reading way more than we've ever read before because you don't have you can't go out and you can't do anything and so it was just such a cool way for us to like maintain our friendships and our relationships and like to see and talk with each other but then like invite other people into that and also be like reading doesn't have to be isolating and so when we entered into the bookstagram world and we were like oh my gosh there are thousands of people out there who like this too some of our nearest and dearest relationships that I have now as a 27 year old adult have come from reading and like from bookstagram and from the podcast and it has just been 
such a delightful thing. And so anyway, that was kind of the conception of it. I, I think all of us were kind of like, no one's going to listen, but we're just going to have such a good time talking with each other and like getting to have these relationships. And it truly has just been better than anything I could have ever imagined it would be. So it's fun. It's wild. It's, it's really, awesome. really, it's just like really sweet. So love that. Yeah. I totally understand where you're coming from as far as like the whole, like reading kind of being isolating it at yeah. like certain points. I know when um, I was in high school, I read a lot. I always, even to this day, I always have a book with me. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was taking an AP lit class or something like that. And we had a choice between reading. There was like a series of three books we could read and, or we could read, um, oh, Atlas Shrugged was like the other option is like, we could read that. And there was like seven or eight of us that decided to read Atlas Shrugged and the rest of the class read like the other ones. I was literally the only one in the entire class that like finished the book and like actually read the book. And like, we never did anything with it. We never did any reports or anything like that. But like, I was the only one that like finished it and even like people like from my class, like I grew up in a very small town. So like people will see me like, oh yeah, you were like the only one that finished that book. And I'm just like, <laughs> it can be very like isolating to be like, yep, yeah. I'm that, that book nerd. But like, and it's, and it's still, I think to a certain point also being like, like, yeah, I have a, a, a book podcast. Like I talk yes. about, or, like I co-host a book <laughs> podcast and like, we talk about all the books that we read and there's like, people are like, oh, what do you read? And I'm like, um, the the love hypothesis and like really like like books about fairies and like mythical creatures and things like that you know and it's just like and it's great and it's such a world to be into but it's definitely something when you talk to people who maybe like have no like idea of what this world is like or at least like I had no knowledge of this until Tatiana like brought it to light and I was like she's like so um bookstagram is taking over my life and I'm like yeah what are this <laughs> firebomb Kirsten <laughs> literally like it was like a year ago because I was home yeah. for Christmas and we we were having lunch and she, I was like so how's your like bookstagram going and she's like it's taking over my life my that's life. how it's going Just like, like it's literally taking over my life and I'm obsessed and so it's just really funny how we all kind of find these yeah. you know groups of people that we yeah. just and that's that kind of like, I mean, Kirsten and I met in college, but our, like, I think the, the foundation of our friendship when we were in college was like, we used to do YA book clubs together. Like I would read her books and she would read mine and we would like swap. And I just remember the first time, like when we moved in together, going into Kirsten and like helping her unpack or whatever. And I walked into a room and she had with her and I was like, I have never read this, but I feel like I would like this. And I think it was, I don't remember what I had. I think it was, it was shadow hunters or something like that. And we ended yeah, up like, swapping. And I was just like, this is so wild that we're reading these. And I've never met anybody else that likes this same like genre or like these same like books. So yeah, it was that way with like, I had like matched two or something like that. And then, um, (laughs) but it wasn't just books either. Like it was like shows as well, like supernatural, like all those. So it's just vampire diaries. Vampire diaries. That's like a a big part of our friendship. (laughs) Like it's always so great. Yeah. It's always so great when you like are friends with someone and then all of a sudden you're like, you're like, you were friends with them anyways, like to begin right. with. And then all of a sudden you have this new depth to your friendship where you're like, oh, like, this is so great. Like, I'm not alone in being yeah. the biggest nerd of my life. Like, I, it's so funny because like my sister, my sister loves to read as well, but we tend to read different genres. Like she likes, I got her into reading romance. So um, she has started reading romance, but she's more of the like thriller and murder mysteries. Mm. And I'm more of like 
fantasy, like Lord of the Rings. And like, you know, and so we kind of geek out over different things. It's fun to do that because then you can kind of recommend things outside of your comfort zone. But it's always fun when you have someone that's like, read this, you'll love it. And you know, they're going to love it. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, oh, it's just, it's the best feeling ever. I went to a wedding not too long ago and had to like repeatedly tell myself like, Jacqueline, these are not your book friends. You cannot relate everything that you're talking about back to a book. Like they're, they might like appreciate it. You never know, but they probably won't. (laughs) So like, let's think of some other non-bookish things to talk about at this moment. And it was hard because I think I've just gotten so used to being like my community right now is bookish. It's so hard. They would appreciate that. But like outside friends might not. And that's okay too. But like, it was like having to rewire my brain. Like, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. it." And I think I still did it a couple of times. And I was like, okay, that was it. You've like reached your quota. You cannot talk about a third book. You've already talked about two. (laughs) Like you need to like, you get the like the blank stare and the, oh, and you're just like, okay, that didn't land. All right. On to the next thing. Like (laughs) I, I, yeah, I totally, totally. Yeah. I feel like my entire life has been like taken over by bookstagram and like yes. bookish things. And I'm like, I'll leave my house and I have like my Crescent City University hat on or something. And someone will be like, where's that? And I'm like, New Orleans <laughs> a, a book. I don't know. I like, what's the right answer here? So it's like, and, and you know, you like Lunathon. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> and I have, um, I have a kingdom of the wicked bag and I take, and like, it's a, just like a small crossbody, but I wear it all the time. And I'm like, people must think I'm crazy because it's that, um, to blood and bone and whatever quote. And I'm like, people must oh, think that goodness. I'm like a witch. Like I must look nuts because I just carry this around all the time. And you know, and then I wore a, a no mourners, no funeral shirt the other day on the plane. And the flight attendant was like, what's that from? Is that like a sad thing? And I was like, <laughs> it's from a book. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Walked away. It was like, it's, it's like takes over your whole life. You don't realize it, but then you're like, how do I talk about this? It's, it's also about these people. <laughs> Yeah. It's also how insane we, how protective we get over yeah. like, like yeah. I know like Tatiana and I had this conversation a lot when Shadow and Bone came out, like we were like, there were certain things that, you know, with like, you know, some of the, um, TikTok creators who were like making ads and things for the show who mm. weren't even part of book talk at all, or had even read the series and things like that. And, you know, we were talking about how, you know, as a community, we really, you know, brought these books to the forefront of like these are really important to these people and these characters are really important to these people Mm -hmm. and I know there were some videos that I was like truly just like just seeing people completely misjudge characters and not have Mm -hmm. like you know especially Inej you know and like having people completely misjudge these characters and like misinterpret how these characters are truly meant to be it was just like kind of heartbreaking to me and I was like I don't want to gatekeep I want people to like Mm. join this community but I also am like maybe respect the characters a little more (laughs) like do your research maybe but like I I I find myself getting very protective of a lot of Mm. these characters that mean a lot to to us as a community you know and the we keep them you know, they're, they're like very close to ours. We have our favorites, you know, we just talked about like book boyfriends and our, you know, favorite series and why and things like that. And so it can be kind of, kind of tough sometimes, especially when they're turned into shows. Um, you know, I was that way with like Bridgerton was a big thing for me. Um, I'm ninth house. I'm not going to be okay when that gets turned into a show because I'm just going to be a psycho. So I'm just forewarning everyone that I will be, um, on edge when that comes out because that's I'm obsessed with that book it's not okay 
<laughs> it's also interesting how the bookish community makes you more bold to like communicate with other people mm-hmm. that appear to be in it. Like we have had so many conversations with people in bookstores that are like in our general, if we're in the YA fantasy section, like we will talk to literally any stranger on the aisle. Jacqueline and I were coming back from Chicago. We were visiting um, Liz in Chicago and we're sitting there. We're just looking down at our phones, whatever. We look up, there is a girl. She has a court of Mr. Fury in her hand. And I slapped Jacqueline so hard. And I said, look, go get her. She's our friend now. And Jacqueline yeeted out of her chair and walked to this woman so quickly. In an airport. Was like, Be our friend. Like, hello. And I held up my leg because my um, tattoo is on um, the bottom of my calf. And I held up my leg and I was like, tattoo uh, of that book. And like, we we call it mooing because um, in our From Blood and Ash episode, Jacqueline mooed really loudly. And Liz, one of our listeners and now one of our nervous. best friends, <laughs> she heard Jacqueline moo and she said, I want to be friends with that one, the one that mooed. And so now we call it mooing as like our way of like getting strangers to like our us. Based call. On the, it's our mating call. Um, so we, I, I appreciate how the bookish community in some way, it helps us counter that concept of like, I'm a, it's awkward to talk yeah. about my fairy books and stuff. But like, when you see someone else that's in that world, you're like, All you in. are now my friend. <laughs> This it's is also, not optional. Yeah. It's also nice when you see someone in the wild that's like, yeah, yeah. You're like, I saw someone reading Tower of Dawn the other day and I was like, <gasps> should I tell you about King of Ash? I wear my witching <laughs> shirt all the time. I'm Are like, you ready? Me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I'm like, no mourners, no funerals. Like, I wear that every time I go to the airport. I have like a book of shirt on, like, just in case, City of Starlight, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, yeah. just in case you were wondering if you need yeah. me. <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's also been so nice to like see, like you were saying, there's like thousands of people out here that are like, mm-hmm in the same boat and reading the same things you are and it's like okay like I'm not the only one or I'm not that like weird person that reads weird like fairy books or whatever you know and it's just like not that they're weird but you know like you just like it's it's very hard to explain some of these books to people like I was I think I was reading from blood and ash and my mom was like oh what are you reading and I'm like (laughs) um (laughs) uh, mm, maybe just read it like it's just like how you know what I mean and it's just like how do you it's uh it's also made me more compassionate to other people's oh yeah that they enjoy I have a co-worker who is in a bowling league and he's like a adult like mid-30s late 30s and so that's not something that's considered typical you know like most people look at men and think like oh sports whatever and so the moment he shyly was like I like to bowl I hyped him so hard because I'm like, I want people to hype the fact that I love books and respect the fact that that's something that I enjoy. So I'm going to respect the heck out of your hobby that may or may not be considered weird to the outside world. And I mean, Legos and our friend Liz's husband has a rock collection. Boy, that's awesome. Like love your rocks. Like love that you love rocks Yeah, because do what makes you happy. And it just has been so freeing as an adult to have this community. Yeah. We've talked about this before and like we, cause I love romance. I have many romance books, but, um, and it's always been referred to as a like quote unquote guilty pleasure, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, I hate that term. I hate the term guilty pleasure because I don't want to feel guilty for enjoying something. So I've, I agree. Like, I mean, so many people are just like either embarrassed or shy or 
have been made to feel guilty for mm-hmm. enjoying things that it's not hurting anyone. Like it, it, if you're not, if you're not hurting people or being a bad person, then what, what you know, and I, and so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very, um, and I think also social media has been, it made it very accessible for people to find their community, mm-hmm. which has yes. been a great thing about social media, but also like can be, can pull you in a lot. <laughs> it can take over your life a little bit. <laughs> You guys have built quite the community on Instagram. What's that been like for you guys as sort of, is that where you thought you were going to be? Or has this been a little bit more of a surprise? Yeah. And you guys have a great, you know, Patreon and all that kind of stuff. So what's that been like for you guys? And and how was that building process? It is 100% Allie because I'm just going to brag on you, Allie, because I'm literally obsessed with you. Okay. Well, it's, you are not 100% me because Jacqueline keeps the relationship. No, 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 no. It's not your turn to talk. Allie (laughs) Allie is first off the most beautiful human being inside and out and just has such a creative eye for things that like literally I could never do. And so seeing her passion for books, like come out through art and through like photography and all these things, like she has put so much time and effort into like making other people want to read books from her pictures, which like literally I could never, I could never do that. And she's just done such an amazing job, like pulling people in and being like so warm and like our captions and everything like that. And so I just like, Ali has literally made our page just like a happy, homey, cozy place to be. And I think that she's done, like, I think that, like, cause that's what people first see. And like, it's just, I don't know how she does it. And then when we get to like our episodes, her commentary and like the way that she sees people and she like can feel their emotions so deeply. I think people listen to our episodes and they're like, either A, I feel so seen by that or B like, oh my gosh, that's what I've been working through. And I didn't even know it. The amount of DMs that we get 97 of them are about Allie, like 97%. Like literally it's always like Allie said this and it touched me so deeply or like Allie mentioned that and that was exactly what I needed at the time. So like literally Allie, she she is everything. Like she (laughs) has done such a great, and like AK and LB have done such an amazing job, especially like the humor department, like 10 out of 10 on the humor with them. And so like, yes, literally, I think Allie making everything so like aesthetically pleasing and her creativity in it I think that that is like the first just that first like tangible part that people see of like the bibliovert and I just I love it it just makes me I love looking at our page because it's all you Allie it's like inside your brain and it's such a fun place to be I love your brain okay gosh time over I love okay, you yeah. <laughs> I love thanks it. for that <laughs> to cry today um you're way too sweet to me um and I have to add, because I won't, I don't want to detract. It was very kind things that you said, but the relationship side of things, the cultivating those friendships long-term Jacqueline is easily the best human being that I've ever met in terms of investing in other people. Um, she gives so much of herself and so much of her time and energy to care for people and not just like in passing and like shallow waters. I, I tend to, I move very fast paced and Jacqueline is intentional and she is, she thinks about the people that she's talking with. 
and she writes them letters and builds relationships so that it's not just like you're here for content. It's like, no, you're here to be loved and here to be taken care of. And you're here and we want to meet your emotional friendship needs. And so a lot of our patrons, like they, they find, they love to talk about books, but like the reality is they're there still to this day because they feel seen and taken care of. And Jacqueline, is the spearhead of that every single time because she's in the DMs creating those relationships long-term. And it's like, it's not like, oh, I'm obligated to talk to these people because they like us. Jacqueline tells me so much how often she's like, I want them to be my friends. Like I want them to want to be a part. And she's will always tell me, she's like, I think, I think I may have gone too far because I went, I really told them how much I love them. And it's like someone that she's known for five minutes. And it's like, no, people want to be loved and cared for. And Jacqueline does that so selflessly. And she's always giving of herself. And so we, we joke about it, but like we balance each other really well because she does that cultivating side of things. And I try to do that presentation side of things. And so we pair well, because we're, we're running two different sides of the ship and they work together well. So I'm grateful for her because people wouldn't, I mean, I appreciate your, but people wouldn't stay for just me. Like they stay for the community that we have together and like those relationships that we have together. (laughs) So that is so cool. I love that. (laughs) I, I, and I like totally agree. I will not lie. I was a fan of you guys. I am. I discovered you guys, I think like the summer of last year. And right after I finished Akatar, I was listening to the episodes and I was like, Oh my God, I want to be like friends with these people. And you guys, you and Jenna were actually like two of the accounts that inspired me to start a bookstagram. And like <sighs> you guys, I, I listened to your guys' episodes like religiously for the podcast. And I was like, these girls are so fun and amazing. Like when I was like, I need to find friends that are this good. And then I forgot about Kirsten, but <laughs> for like a minute there, I was like, wait, Kirsten does love yeah, books just as much as you know, like, <laughs> when I listened to you guys like religiously and then I was like, wait, I have a friend that does the same thing and would like to do this with me. And like, you guys totally inspired us to start all of this and like all of it. So that is so fun to hear. And I, I love like hearing you guys' journey and I, you guys are awesome. I love the newsletter. Ladies are crushing it. Yeah. Now we're doing an incredible doing job. Such a great job. Oh my gosh, like, you guys are so amazing. sweet. I just like, I creep on your guys' page all the time. I'm like, oh my God, everything in here is so beautiful. I like wish I could even. <laughs> Allie. <laughs> yeah. Literally Allie. That is so fun. Yeah. So I was like, when we did the, um, a Saturday on the Ember like launch party and Sarah was like, you guys are doing a Billy Bird. I was like, oh my God, are we? Okay. I'm fine. Everything's yes. fine. <laughs> So this it is, just, yeah, it's been, that's been really fun. It makes yeah, me so happy though. that like yeah. we get to, we have like these friendships happen. Like we get to know yeah. y'all because of like this community. And that is so fun. And the people who are out there who are doing both the aesthetics and like the friendships, I don't, I don't know. Like they got blessed when they were born that yeah, they yeah. Do that both because that ain't me. <laughs> and so if I didn't have Allie to like do this with, like, cause I like the editing side of things. Like yes. I enjoy that. So it's so fun for me to get to edit the episodes. If I had to take the photos for us, we would have like negative followers. Somehow <laughs> people would be like, don't look at this account. And so it's just, it's been such a happy like medium for our friendship being like, oh my gosh, you have this inc- incredible gift that you really enjoy and it brings you life and joy. You do, you do that. <laughs> Please do that. I'll You're do doing it well, stuff. so that's for so, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I hope you are having a good time because you, it's yours. So, yeah. 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 No, we totally get that because I mean, kind of same as it taught, you know, 
edits the edits the episodes and um, does all the editing on the kind of technological front of things. I am I am not technologically inclined. I am I am terrible when it comes to technology. So I'm like, Pat, you take it away, man. You, I mean, she does such a beautiful job with with editing episodes and and just it's it's funny. She'll like send me a Snapchat and she's like, this is hilarious and just like random things, you know. And it just it makes me so happy to like hear it and know that she like loves it and she thrives off of it. And it's so wonderful how you know you have to kind of find that balance of like what works best for you know the the, the podcast and the group. And, you know, I, I maintain the social media and take pictures and not, not as beautifully as your so guys, gorgeous. But, but, I don't want to um, hear it because it's beautiful. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. But, you know, we try to, we try to at least, you know, post something for an episode, but, you know, it's finding that balance of what works and, you know, and it, it can be hard sometimes to, to be like, okay, well, we need to post this and we need to do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, let's take, but we've been, it's, it's, it's good to have like a partner when you are doing this that is, that can bring you back down to earth. I mean, I know yeah. there have been times when I text Tatiana and I'm like, I haven't finished the book and the, the episode isn't like, like, and I'm just like panicking. She's like, okay, we don't have to record tonight. Like we can record tomorrow. It's fine. Like it's okay. You know? And so, and there's been like times we've had to talk each other off the ledge and being able to be able to lean on your, you know, co-host or partner in crime in this, in this situation is just, it's, you you can't replace it. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, I, we wouldn't be where we are without, you know, each other, obviously. And so, but we, we, yeah, it's cool. So much inspiration from you, inspiration from you guys. You guys are amazing. And we just love you so much. We were, I know when we found out that we were doing the launch party with you you guys, Tatiana texted me, she's like, the deal for it. like we're doing this <laughs> I was like fan girl like so hard I was like oh my god so yeah it was uh yeah so, so weird yeah we're like we just we we how do we make these people our friends yeah. like we need to like and I feel like that's like I'll see people on here and I'm like do you like do you want to be friends with me because like can we be friends because like, 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 yeah. like signs sealed delivered we're yeah, friends yeah the end when you guys did, sorry yeah. when <laughs> you guys did your like surprise meetup um and with Jenna and all them that like came <sighs> to visit you guys I was like tearing up because I was like this is like true friendship I still sob um yeah and no, I just like good for you guys but um I, I like and it I think about gets that, matching like, tattoos yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> and I was like the power of the internet is wild because like you guys inspired me. So I had met a couple of girls that had come to visit for a wedding and they were like in a book club and they had come to the wedding for one of the girls that was in the book club. I was like, (laughs) Hey, I live in Phoenix. Can I come meet up with you? So I had met up with them and one of the girls and I had been like friends and I didn't know the other ones. And we had all met up and I was like, this is so surreal that there's like five of us. And there were other girls there. It wasn't just like the bookstore. And I was like, it's so wild that there's like five of us. And we're all like, hey, so you're so-and-so on bookstore. I'm like, I'm adding you right now. Or like, oh my gosh, I remember like talking to you or whatever. And one of the other girls that I had talked to originally, we ended up planning a trip and like went to New York together. And I was like, this is so like dreamy. Like I've only met you once for like an hour in person. And I was like, hey, so I got influenced, saw this like really fun trip to New York. Should we go together? And I'll like meet you there. And we ended up planning like a whole bookish weekend. We went to like the Strand and Barnes and Noble. Yeah. (gasps) So I was like, the internet's great. That's all I have to say. I love it. (laughs) But I was like, I want to be you guys with like the meetups and all those things. And I was like, this is so cute that you guys did that. I was like, wait, that's possible. You can do these things. You are allowed to like meet up with your internet friends. So yes. I remember (laughs) when I told my parents, they were like, 
And I was like, I promise they're vetted. Like I, pr- I promise <laughs> like this isn't because um, several of them have like come and stayed with us, like yeah. with Connor and I. And like when I would tell my parents, be like, yeah, my internet friends are coming in and like spending the weekend here in Nashville. They would like long pause. And I'm like, just trust me. <laughs> like, I promise it's going to be. And then yeah. like when they all came and like visited us or even when we moved to Nashville, like we got a gift basket from like our internet friends. My mom was like, I would have never imagined that like you like she got emotional about the community that we had and I was like I know like I I don't know how like it fell in our lap and I'm so honored <laughs> I mean it's like we, we don't need, deserve we it. need to hang out because I also live in Nashville so um this needs to <laughs> yeah I'm I sorry what? yeah I live in Nashville yeah I moved here for work like June however long ago that was so <laughs> I couldn't remember if you lived in Nashville or not. Yeah, we couldn't and I was remember like, if you lived in Nashville or not. Like, we were like, I know they live in Tennessee. I'm actually what? about to walk out of my house. Are you legitimately yeah. kidding me right now? No, I live, I live in Nashville. I'm not going to say exactly where, but like I live in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is it. Yeah. Cool. I'll buy a plane ticket. I'm like trying <laughs> not to be salty with you right now. Like I was trying to remember because I was like, me. I swear she lives in Tennessee. I just don't know where. Yeah, we were like, does she live? We didn't want to be like, hey, where do you live? Because I remember <laughs> seeing like girl, I would have been like, here's my address. Like <laughs> we give them out so all the like natural stuff, but I was like, them. does she? Did, did they like do a weekend like I know they say like and we were like does she live in Nashville or does she live in Knoxville and we we have this conversation probably more than we should admit but like we, we were like talking about it I'm like does she live in Nashville and so yeah so Go I also it. live in Nashville so there I mean, is an absolute magnetism number. to Jacqueline's friendship like it is an honor <laughs> to be loved by her yes. and people <laughs> genuinely just like they they're like how do I make Jacqueline my friend and the easiest thing is Jacqueline like you already my, are my friend so like please Ollie, let's hang out and um yes cool we'll go to bookstores yep. together Wait, what yeah. is what are your guys' enneagrams do you guys know I'm a two I'm a seven I'm a four yep we we it's a it's a very convenient balance for us <laughs> I <laughs> I have always gravitated (laughs) towards two friends uh, because I am such an emotional basket case that my twos are like, I'll be your mother. I'll take care of you. I love your emotions, Allie. You feel things so deeply and it's beautiful because I'm like surface level feeler. So when I see someone who like like, like, cries at art, yeah, wow, that's beautiful. I I could never. Ta and I, it's kind of, I'm, you're an eight, right? Yeah, Ta, eight. You're, yeah eight. she's an eight. I'm a, I'm a seven. <laughs> she's also, she's also a Virgo. A she's a Virgo. I'm a Sagittarius. She's like Slitherclaw and I'm a Hufflepuff. And so it works. Like literally like, like it's just like our friendship yeah. is just like meant to be. So yeah, we get it. We get it. Yeah. We're, we're the, like, we're the chaotic half of you all. <laughs> we're like, I'm okay. still not over that. You live in Nashville. Yeah. I yeah. live in, I live What's in Nashville. Up? It's been to be best friends. Yes. <laughs> we need to hang out. It's been, okay. We're going to, I'm going to have a moment here. I like, so I moved from St. Louis for, for work. So I, um, moved here for work and obviously it was during the pandini. And so, um, we like, I was kind of in the office and I had like a, like a pretty like big friend group in St. Louis because I was working in an office. And so I had like a really big friend friend group there and um, hung out with a lot of people there. And then I moved here and I don't 
go into the office as much. And a lot of the people who are in my office are like, like older than me, like have kids and like, are just like in a different, like part Mm -hmm. of what, and we don't really like, like they're great people. I love them all to death, but like, we, we don't like, yeah. Anyways. And so, and like the one person who was like my age moved to Arizona. Oh. And so I was like, cool. Like, awesome. My we had it like twice. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And so I don't know like that many people at all here. So I'm like, I need, I'm out of friends. Where are my wow. friends? So, well, I will friends smother perfect. you in my love. Yeah. <laughs> like, aggress- we it. call it like aggressively loving each other. Like part of our discord is bibliovert's aggressive like aggressively loving each other so it's like we send you <laughs> gifts we buy each other books we write each other letters like the love I'm faucet is it. on so like i'm just warning you it's not like a little faucet it is like a fire I'm hydrant of it. love so no, I'm, it doesn't turn off it. like you yeah, you know that audio it's, that's like perpetually it's slices yeah, yeah there's like on repeat yeah <laughs> that's amazing i'm here we for don't it. do anything in halves like we just go Full on. Okay, okay so yeah. Lights <laughs> to Nashville. <laughs> we, we're gonna we're gonna have to have like a podcast that. weekend, and all yeah. of us just like. There's another podcast who lives in Knoxville. Like one of the hosts live in Knoxville, so we is just it, might need is to. Is it Novel Bound? Yes. Okay, that's so sweet. I got confused because I was like, yes. I I know that there's somebody <laughs> who lives in Knoxville. They're the know. sweetest. Yeah, we'll just have to so do fun. just like a full on podcast yeah. weekend Reunion. and just. You um, want that New York trip? I mean, I know you've already done it, but if you want like round two, like yeah, yeah, we went to the Strand, we went to yes. Barnes and Noble, we did the Harry Potter store, uh, we did Times Square in in a us, yeah, we literally flew in on like a, a Friday night. We both landed at like 10 p.m. Um, spent the entire day like doing stuff, and then the next day we went to the Met and Central Park and Times Square, and then we oh, left it. on Sunday at 3 p.m. Like packed it all in, and I made an itinerary like full on. Excuse me. Yeah, it was it was a thing. I'll I do it. it. Absolutely. There is a one hundred dollar the- flight to Nashville. So I was going to say flights are really there. cheap right now on Southwest. Just wait, saying. Tatiana, you're in Arizona, right? Yes, I am. Girl, <laughs> it's not far at all. It's not far like, at all. Well, skip leap. Where are you? At? I'm in Houston. Oh, yeah. okay. So West Coast, still down West here. Coast. Been down here a long time. But <laughs> I work when I'm not traveling for work. I work remotely, oh, uh, nice. and so yeah. I have a lot of free time, quote unquote free time. Uh, but the holiday <laughs> season, I yeah. we work with schools. And so our schedule is very similar to the school schedule. So whenever nice. schools are out, I am slow. Yeah. So, so nice. that means that um, December. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm all, all, come all of a sudden free. We'll be here. Um, come on. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's spend New Year's Eve together. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Have a day off. <laughs> yes. Sold. Yeah. Should we get into our Christmas holiday? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> what was the point of this episode? Year of traditions. Up to you guys. Forgot the topic. Friendship is not the name yeah. of this episode. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> we're, here, we're here for all the love and friendship. So we're here for uh, it. So yeah, if any of you guys want to start, if you have any specific holiday traditions you wanted to chat about, or just your love of the holiday spirit, Christmas spirit. Okay, so growing up. <laughs> I actually grew up here in Nashville. Oh my gosh, I love this tradition. <laughs> I know which one you're going to say. <laughs> I love it. I hate this. Okay, so I grew up here in Nashville, but then moved away uh, after college. And then I have no family who lives here anymore. So, but growing up here, <laughs> this 
just like actually going to make us sound drained. I'm sorry. But uh, we used to go and get a Christmas tree at the same place every year. There was literally nothing special about this place. Like it was on the corner of like a major street and like I think in like a church parking lot kind of thing. Like this isn't like a cutie little Christmas tree farm. Like it's just one of those pop-up places. Uh, But it was on like a pretty like major road for like the down, like Nashville area. Um, But we used to go and when I, and when I was a child, I was like always mortified of it. And now I love it. But when we would, we'd go find our tree and we had a, like a, our living room was really, really tall. It had like, it was, I don't, I don't even know, like the three floors that was open all the way to the top. So it was like a 20 plus foot, like living room kind of area. So we could get huge trees for it. So we'd always look for like these super tall, really thick trees. And there are five of us in my family. And, uh, when we would pick the tree that we wanted, the heathens that we are, we would grab hands with each other and form a circle around the tree and literally dance around the tree. And that was how we like signified that this was the tree that we were going to get. So I used to be so embarrassed because I'm like, someone's going to see us and it's just going to be mortifying and like all this stuff. But like, you know, when you're a child and you think everyone's looking at you and then they're really not. So I kind of got over it. And then we were sitting in church one day and this guy was talking and he was like, yeah. And it was actually someone that we knew. And he was like, yeah, I was, uh, I had just gotten in like a kind of like a big fight with my family and my wife and I was driving and it was like holidays and I look up and I see this family that I knew dancing around their Christmas tree and I remember being in church and just wanting to like slide (laughs) down and disappear and then he like that was like a talking point that he had and so after that it was like the mortification was back but now I look back on it I'm like that was truly like one of my that we would just like that was how we picked out and we would always were from Texas so we would decorate the tree while eating queso and like (laughs) that's just what we did so now my husband and I have like new holidays that we're doing but I always when I think of the holidays I'm like we just have to dance around a Christmas tree like there's just what you do and you because it was always a live one we would, we would get like the, the claiming your tree that's how you yeah do my brother would have to to bite part of the tree to make sure it tasted right too like that was his job and his job alone and yep. which sounds kind of miserable like sappy and, and kind of gross but he was committed so that's and I mean classic. we did this until we were like adults like I was we... I was waiting for it when you were talking about the big tree I was waiting for like a like a Christmas vacation moment with like <laughs> the like trees in the window like this is what I'm imagining a massive tree and I love I love like my mom has a really really big tree it's a fake tree but like a really big tree and so I the big trees are always just like oh I love it there's something about like a massive Christmas tree it's it was so much fun and I mean it really did like bring the family together and all that like sweet stuff but man being like 11 and like convinced that all eyes are on you at all times it was little humbling but it's like it's sweet now like I I love it I am trying to force Connor to do it but there are only two of us so like you can only (laughs) dance so well (laughs) around it but you know we make it work (laughs) that's fun that's so funny (laughs) I'm trying to think we do so our my favorite traditions are always on Christmas Eve um and being an Enneagram for like if anything deviates from the planned tradition it like really messes with me on like a depression level like (gasps) um but we so on Christmas Eve we go uh we always take that's when our our yearly family picture is is on Christmas Eve because we all look nice for once um and over the years we've added more and more animals 
Um, and so every year there's an additional something being tucked under an arm or like yanked with a leash, like, cause my, my puppies are like bat crazy. And so you have to like really hold them there or they won't pose for the picture. Um, so that one gets a little bit more exciting every year. Um, but we go to my mom's parents' house and do presents, all that stuff. And then come back to my parents' house. Um, and our Christmas Eve gift for my parents has always been Christmas PJs. Um, and so we all get into our Christmas PJs. They're not matching. They're unique to our personalities, which really speaks to my soul. Um, and That's nice because mine are yes. never long enough. Like when they're matching, I'm almost six feet. And like it is, oh, look, I'm wearing Christmas capris. Like, and no one feels good about that. So and my mom is actually really good about getting feedback <laughs> every year. Like we'll be oh, like, Hey, her. like, yeah, I don't like these pants because they don't have like a closed ankle piece at the yes. bottom or whatever. And in Texas, half the time we get shorts. I, mean, I was just going to say, <laughs> oh, I like yeah. a nice Christmas yeah. short. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Um, Otherwise it's a Capri. <laughs> yep. So we do hot chocolate and then we watch a Christmas story because that's my mom's favorite. Uh, Christmas movie and then we watch Elf because we quote the crap out of it um and then when we were little my little brother he's eight years younger than me he would always wake us up at the butt crack of dawn to go downstairs and he was problematic and so me and my sister would be put on like Santa duty um we had to keep him contained and so we we phased it as a tradition of like oh we get to sleep in Allie's room for Christmas Eve that's exciting we get to sleep and it was really Kaylee would sleep on the floor in front of the door so that Corey couldn't leave at 3 a.m um and we made it a thing and we did it up until like he would I think he was 16 the last time we did it and he was like way past Santa age but he was like but it's tradition. And so I'm like, I mean, it's a floor. Like you're still, you're welcome. It's not like you sleep in the bed with me. I'm like, sure, go ahead, take the floor. Um, but then we do normal Christmas morning. Um, and we either travel or we stay home. We, you know, family swap based on grandparents. Um, but I, I love it. It's simple, but it's been consistent my whole life. And so I'm like, nobody can mess this up. This must stay the same. (laughs) that's so awesome I feel the same way we were talking about this earlier about changing Christmas traditions and we just did an episode on in the holidays so we were like talking about her changing the traditions and stuff and we were like yes. it's fun but it's also heartbreaking yeah. <laughs> like I'm unwell but here we go so yeah that's awesome that's so fun yeah it's very stress-inducing when traditions change like said, we were talking about this earlier because um so my family so my we always spent Christmas with my dad's side of the family so his my uncle and my aunt and their families live in California. And so we would spend one year in California and the next year they would come to Arizona and it was always back and forth, back and forth. And that's how it was like the entire, like the, that was my childhood Christmases. Like that's what we did. And so, um, when my, my cousin got married, got married a couple of years ago. So, and he's the, the first of, you know, all of us cousins are really close. Like my, my two cousins, um, my, my aunt's, sons are like brothers to my sister and I, like we're, we're very, very close. We're a very close family. And so, um, he got married and so it was, he's like the first of the cousins to get married. And then it's like, you know, obviously they're spending time with her family during the holidays and, you know, things change, people move, you know, I moved to St. Louis. Um, my sister was in Kansas for a little while, like everyone's in different places. And so, um, I remember, the last year we were all together, it was kind of 
surreal. And it was that moment where we were all kind of like, no one said it, but everyone was like, this might be one of the last years, at least for a while that we're all together for Christmas. And it was very, in the last few years we have, we've, we haven't obviously been able to do that. And so it's been, it's been weird and it's very like kind of jarring when it's something that literally for your entire life you've been doing. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it's like, no, but I mean, it's, it's always nice to like change up the traditions and things like that, but something that's been such like a big piece of your like childhood, you know, is, is very strange. And then this year is going to be really weird for us. So he can't come out here to Nashville and flights to Arizona where obscene and I couldn't like go home twice. I have my dog. I can't fly with my dog. So unfortunately, because the Pandini. And so I was like, I can't go there. I'm going to be there for Thanksgiving already. Like they couldn't come here. And my sister was like, well, I'll come out. And so it's going to be just my sister and I, she's like, that way no one's alone on Christmas. And I was just like, "Ah!" I was just like crying. And I'm like, it's just like, so it's like one of those things this year is going to be really weird. And it's my mom is already like, not okay with it, but, um, it's tough. It's going to be tough because it's like, you know, but, um, kind of one of our newer Christmas traditions is we don't do gifts anymore. So we do more like, like last year we just did stockings and then like, Mm -hmm. we just like, don't do gifts anymore because it's turned into something. It kind of got to the point where it turned into something of being like, I don't even remember what I got last year for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and and instead of doing that, we were doing like experiences and things like that. So we've been like doing more shared experiences rather than, um, like gifts, you know? And so, but yeah, so this year is going to be weird because, um, it's going to be in Nashville and just my sister and I, and, um, it's going to be a little different, but yeah, I, I get you on the whole changing and deviating from, uh, from tradition. It's, it can be, it can be a little rough, but I'm one of our traditions is, uh, so my dad's side of the family is Danish. And so one of our traditions is Ebel's yeah, one of our traditions is cooking Evelskivers on um, on Christmas morning, and so I'm in the on the hunt for an Evelskiver pan. Um, they're a little for anyone who doesn't know what that is. It's a pancake ball. It's like a Danish oh, breakfast yeah. thing. So it's a little pancake ball, and you do a little, little turn thing or whatever, and then you eat them with powdered sugar. And they're they're if you so good. Um, but so every Christmas we make Evelskivers, and when we were in Arizona, the entire neighborhood would come over and we would eat, have a neighborhood Evelskiver party. And so, um, yeah, so um, the Danish, the Danish traditions coming out because us Danes love Christmas. So, um, but yeah, so I'm on the hunt for an Evelskiver pan. So my sister and I can. I'll keep an eye out for you. <laughs> Thank you. It's appreciated. So I- yeah. I've seen this tradition. I have actually no idea if it's factual because I've just seen it like around Bookstagram and things like that. So who knows? Um, but I think it's like an Icelandic tradition where you give each other a book on New Year's Eve and then you stay up all night reading it. And then like, I remember I saw that like several years ago. Um, I think it was like before I got married, I saw something like it probably on Pinterest or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to do this with Anna, Kate and Laurie Beth because they're my cousins and we usually spend Christmas together. But now that like LB and I've gotten married, I don't think we've spent a Christmas together in like four years, which in of itself is wild. Cause like you said, like you grow up and that's just what you have known to do. 
So I am dying to do a tradition like that somehow. Unfortunately, my husband doesn't like to read. Um, we're working on it, but he's it's not a, a reader. <laughs> yeah, I know. Unfortunately, we're married. It's, I don't know what I was saying. I know. I should have asked him this questions before. He's getting into listening to rom-coms on Audible and when we do road trips. Yeah. So he loved the love hypothesis. He was I like, love yeah. that. Um, I think who, I'm a good, oh, like... Who doesn't love the love hypothesis? Yeah. Like, let's just... Take a moment for love of the you need to get him like <laughs> a good like manly book, you know, like get him into that. He likes Six the rom-coms. Oh, okay. No, like he likes the rom-coms. Love I think that. he just likes knowing that they Here like end it. up together and it's yeah. happy. He's an engineer too, so I think he liked the love hypothesis because of like the STEM aspect. Yeah, but he loves uh Schitt's Creek. So we're doing a happen one mm. summer by Tessa Daly right now. Yeah. Uh, because it's based off of Alexis. He's like That's big fan so of that funny. one too right now. Um, That's awesome. But anyway, that is a tradition that I would like really love to do because I I love staying up at night and reading. So if we ever do like a New Year's Eve meetup, maybe we just like extend it to New Year's Eve instead of like Christmas Eve. I would be 100% down for that. Like just throwing that out there. You just get to like pick a book for each other and like read it together. Don't sleep. (laughs) That would be so bad. I would be a fun like 24-hour readathon like video or vlog yeah. um, yes. where we like had people read along with us and did that that would be fun like that would be fun Zoom called it and just like everybody sit there for 24 hours and read yeah <laughs> have, have be a on the fireplace Ooh, or just do uh, you know nice. you could do like a shared live vibes. or just do like a live well it wouldn't last yeah. that long but like yeah. do like some sort of like live <laughs> situation 24 hours <laughs> Just, just like, like switching just, people we're eating just like have us like in front of the fireplace and we're all just reading together it would and... just be like that that um the fireplace christmas music channel yes, yes i live all those ambient oh me yeah. too especially like, when it's raining oh the thunderstorm ambiance like with the fireplace so done yeah i don't have a fireplace i have a nightstand that has a little heater in it and a little fake fireplace so that's my little yeah. fireplace <laughs> It's 96 out here, so I don't yeah. need a fireplace. <laughs> you need to get the one that it just looks like it. Like, it doesn't yeah. actually give off heat. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. so, I yeah. think I drove my husband crazy because when we moved here and we had a fireplace, um, I would turn the air conditioning down. This is so irresponsible. I would turn the air Love conditioning it. down, like, as low as it would go and then turn on the fireplace. It would be, like, Love 97 that. outside. And he's like, it is July. This is the summer. And I'm like... But we have but the, fireplace. the fireplace. Like, fireplace. It's a whole mood. <laughs> I like, love that. But he lets that happen. So we're really it, it denotes the red flag. It does. It does. That's yeah. so true. <laughs> That's awesome. yeah. He's what about you, Top? What's your what's your one of your favorite traditions? So I have two one like big ones I think that we do every year. We haven't done the first one in a while, but the other one for Christmas Eve, we do have done like pretty much every year. So I used to, and I remember when I was a kid, we used to always decorate the day after Thanksgiving and we would watch Miracle on 34th street on VHS tape (laughs) every year we would do that. So we would wake up really early and like decorate on black Friday and, um, just like decorate the whole house for Christmas and watch that movie on repeat until we were done, like decorating the whole house. And when it went on DVD, we like kind of stopped and started watching like other things and stuff like that. But, um, I don't know why we never just got it on DVD, but we used to do that every year <laughs> until I was probably like in high school or something. Maybe when I went to college, I think we stopped doing that. Cause I wasn't like home every year mm-hmm. on black Friday. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a big one. 
And then, Black Friday was U of A ASU game day. We had to, yeah, and like, you we know, always have like finals week and stuff going on. And like, Territorial know, Cup, man. Yeah. Territorial <laughs> Cup takes priority. Absolutely. <laughs> I wasn't always like home. So I think we probably did that up until I was, yeah, in high school or like right after I graduated high school. Um, and then our other big one. So my mom and my grandma are German. Well, my like mom's whole side is German. Um, but my mom was born in Germany and my grandma's like, straight out of the motherland. Um, so we do a lot of like German traditions for Christmas. Cause like, like you Kirsten, um, they're really into Christmas. So on the 24th on Christmas Eve, we always do bratwurst and German potato salad and like a big German spread, or it's kind of like a barbecue style. It's not really like a, like schnitzel and all that kind of stuff, but we always do bratwurst and like German casual food. And my grandma always makes glühwein and we do like German desserts. So we have like marzipan and later like uh, Leibkugen and that kind of stuff. And then we open presents for my grandparents. And then the next day we just like go to someone else's house for Christmas day. But that's always been our big tradition is like a big German Christmas. So do y'all have like availability for like two more to come? Absolutely. I Head think on I over. Would like <laughs> the Danish pancake balls and I yeah, yeah. love a whole German casual spread. Like there's yeah. nothing casual about that spread. Like that was a full feast. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to invite Allie and I. Absolutely. Like, we'll Come just, on over. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. My grandma loves to host. She's like a, she's like five foot two and like 110 oh, pounds. She's very te- full head of hair, like red hair. She's just like so gorgeous. And I'm like, wow, I don't know where I came from because we are two different people. <laughs> I just want to put her in my pocket. This yeah. And she, so cute. and she loves to entertain. So she was born in um, Southern Germany, like on the border of Germany and France. And there was a crystal factory where she was uh, born. And so what they used to do is like every holiday or something, her parents and her would always like, as she got older, buy like sets of crystal. And so she would buy like four or five or something like that. Cause they lived right next to the factory. And so she has like a 12 piece set of like beer glasses, wine glasses, the like oh dessert God. wine shot glasses, like a whole set of 12 of like 15 different types of glasses and a huge, oh, like beautiful. floor to ceiling China cabinet. And so she like busts out the whole garb and my grandma does like a whole spread. So she's, she's like very European. <laughs> so what's your awesome. grandma name for her? Um, Oma. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Her name is Imgard. So it's like very German. <laughs> my mom's name she's is perfect. <laughs> It's so German. So yeah, my family does that and do a big thing for, for Christmas. So that's our big tradition. Very. I also love that Miracle on 34th Street is like the movie the that go-to. you guys, that's my mom's favorite Christmas movie. So we always, I always like, oh, it's, oh, I love that. We would, we also used to decorate on, uh, we never went shopping on Black Friday. Like we never did the Black Friday shopping. We always decorated for Christmas and we, we would watch the Thanksgiving day parade on, or not the Thanksgiving day parade, but, um, well, on Thanksgiving, we watched the Thanksgiving Day Parade on repeat and the dog show because that's just who we are as people. Um, but uh, we just watched that on repeat. But on Christmas, it was like, and I grew up in Arizona as well. So like we would turn on the fireplace, even though it was like a million degrees outside still and like just go at it. And I, it, it just, yeah. And my mom, when it comes to decorating, this woman is just like, she just like she's the craftiest person I have ever met in my life my mother is a very creative person and so her Christmas for my mom isn't just like we'll just like put like my mother is just like full scent when it comes to anything decorating like she has a wagon in the front of her house like a little like wagon thing and she like decorates it for every holiday and she's got the little bales and the scarecrows and the pumpkins in the hole get up for fall and she's got 
like its own little Christmas tree and like a Christmas mailbox and set like all these things for like full send on everything when it comes to decorations like it's it's insane like I Christmas is full send on like all day on that Friday and so since we're not going to be there we're not going to be together for Christmas this year Black Friday is like we're we're with the family and decorating the house and doing that fun stuff so yeah it's a it's a insanity speaking of Christmas movies though what's everyone's favorite Christmas movie oh my goodness or holiday movie doesn't have to be Christmas but Okay, I'm not going to lie. So I grew up with two older brothers. Um, So it was kind of like a more testosterone-fueled household. Um, And we were always traveling so much over the holidays that I don't even really think we took the time to, like, even watch anything. Now, I'm sure as soon as we finish (laughs) this episode, I'll think of 18 movies that are, like, my go-to favorites. For a second, I thought you were going to say Die Hard. The moment oh, you said yeah. testosterone, I was I like, you're going to go with Die Hard. My sister I had to Google I Christmas a- movies because I've forgotten everyone that ever <laughs> yeah. existed. Have you guys seen I Love Hard? It. it just came out on Netflix like this week. Okay. Is that the one um, with uh, Nina Dobrik? Yeah. Dobrik. Yeah. Um, yeah. It yeah. looks yeah, I so cute. Her. I was a little nervy about the oh, concept of it. It might um, be my favorite new Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, okay, really? really? Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's really cute. So cute. She, she is very not Elena in this. And like, mm. I really do think she's, she's like with. gorgeous. And I think she's su- such a good actress. Like, I really do like her. And I felt the same. I was like, I don't know if I love this, but I, I love Never Have I Ever. And, um, the other, the guy that plays tag in that one, mm-hmm. in the preview, the, the guy that she, spoiler alert, catfishes, he plays in Never Have I Ever. And I think he's so funny. And so it was really, really I good. I love him. But she talks in there about how much Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And he like disagrees yes. with her. And she's like, we're done dating. So- <laughs> I do love watching any and every cheesy Christmas Hallmark movie there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially yeah. if there is a royal theme to it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Do I know a single name of them? Or the story? No, the one that came but out I la- will... two years ago, last year on Netflix, that was like a royal wedding, or like the one before the. Uh, I'm sure I've seen the journalist one where she. Yeah. <laughs> that one was great. But like <laughs> they have a like a bake shop in New York oh, City, yeah. and it's huge. And you know, like the one with Vanessa it. Hutchins, that was a good one too. Watch that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know if this is a joke, but I saw a picture of it. So it could be like, I just fell for it. Cause I'm so gullible, but there was one that there are now three of them. And so apparently there's a third Vanessa Hutchins in that world. Oh, maybe I I'm love making that. it up. And I totally just got like, sucked in. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I believed it. I was like, cool. Sounds great. I will watch it. So. My mom and my sister watch them unironically. Um, and my mom keeps a laminated copy of mom? Hallmark bingo um, and plays it while she mom. watches That's it. Amazing. I then go and play bingo, but turn it into a drinking game. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I get to take a shot every time we do a box. So every time they uh, say, you have to save Christmas, a shot. Every time there's <laughs> somebody named uh, Chris Noel or Holly. Yeah. Or- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My, yeah. my mom loves any kind of like any, she's, a, she is like a hopeless romantic, that woman. I mean, just loves the, like cheesy romance movies, which I'd love her for it. But she, the Hallmark movies are like, you go home and that's just all that's on there. My dad's like, I haven't been able to watch my fishing shows in a month. Like he just like, he, like we have two TVs now. Our one in the family the room and one in the living room. parents are the same. <laughs> so literally that's like what, what, ha- what happens during the holidays. My dad's like, uh, my ears are bleeding from all the Christmas music. And it's so funny because my mom and I are like, 
it's the same when it comes to Christmas. We're just like, again, full send. And my sister's like, I can't listen to the same song 50 million times. I need to listen to something else. And I'm like, no, it's December 1st and through like January 30th. Yeah, we're listening to Christmas music. Me so with, like, Christmas tree farm on repeat sixteen times just today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was decorating and I was like, Alexa, just you know, like put it on repeat and like never stop. And I was like, just infinite Christmas tree farm. <laughs> my, <laughs> my favorite thing. So the original, like the OG Doctor Seuss Grinch, you can listen to the entire movie on Spotify, and I oh, I do I that, that all the time. It's amazing. I love it to death. But. um speaking of, the OG Grinch is one of my favorite Christmas yes. movies but my favorite 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 one is White Christmas is yes 1000 percent my favorite I I love it so much it's so good King there's Crosby. obviously oh his oh, eyes Mr. Blue Eyes Pierce. um love him Pierce so much love 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 it all so much and uh we always we had like our like list of movies that we watched every year and it was it didn't matter. It was the Christmas Vacation, the original Rudolph, Miracle on 34th Street, White Christmas, and um, all of the Grinches. That was like our list of like Christmas movies we watched every year. And they were always just on. Like maybe we didn't watch them, but they were always just like on. <laughs> so, yeah. I When I was a kid, my church did um, dinner theater. Um, and it was always like, Christmas or holiday themed uh movies or whatever but like with Christian themes in them um and one of the ones that I was in was It's a Wonderful Life and so that movie has a special place in my heart because I was like I was her I acted as her when I was (laughs) all like nine years old like (laughs) that was me (laughs) but I love uh the original Santa Claus um not a huge fan of the third one but the first one will it will Mm. That's It'll my dad's favorite. Fierce, man. Yeah, that, that and the original Rudolph. Question, do y'all like stick to a strict regimen of like, you can't listen to Christmas music before this time or you can't decorate before? Do y'all kind of have- I decorated last year. I mean, that's year. kind of a hot take like for yeah. some people. Like, I used to be very like, the Black Friday was like the first day you could listen to Christmas music. Mm-hmm. There's like a radio station here that starts playing Christmas music. And it used to be like Thanksgiving, I think was the first day. And then it slowly got to like November 1st. And now I think it started in like September. Um, huh. so <laughs> I used to be very, yeah, I used to be like very strong about that. Um, but I'll say last year, and I don't know if it was the Pandini, but last year I decorated October 22nd. Oh. So what about you guys? Are you, do you have like a, like a hard stamp date? I am one of those, um, seasonal depression people where like it will just it happens when it happens and so my decoration and my um music listening is usually just occurs whenever that starts to roll in um I had one a couple years ago where I started in October like not like the end of October like October 1 Christmas music was triggered (laughs) now I have a cat I adopted a cat this year and I was going to get a new Christmas tree that's like pre-lit and fancy because I've got a new girl, big girl job. And so like, I'm like, yay money. Um, but then <laughs> I got a cat um, and cats and Christmas trees don't mix. And so I think I might put up the old Christmas tree this year with zero decorations on it as like a trial run for the my kitten and essentially let him do whatever he wants with like the crappy tree. And I'm like, get it all out of your system, dude. We need to train you that this is not 
a scratching post. It's not a climbing tree, like whatever. So that next year I can go all out and get the good stuff. Mm. So if not, my office is like closed off. So I might just go Christmas tree, like right there and just look at it while I work. So that is the way to do it. I did it last year. I, I don't know what happened. I think I was the same way. I was like, okay, big girl job could spend the money. And I've been like slowly collecting some of like my mom's old decorations and stuff that we like, we got in college. And, uh, I like always wanted it to be a goal of mine that I was like, this is so silly because it's not even that true, but I was like, I want to be so rich that like, when it comes to Christmas, I like take my decorations down, like my wall hangings and I put up Christmas <laughs> wall hangings. Um, yeah. I achieved that goal last year and I'll tell you right now, I'm not rich. So I just went to Hobby Lobby and was like 50% off. I have a reindeer that is, I'm talking the size of this wall and put that bad boy up and every single picture in my living room and in our sitting and room. And you're narwhal? Is, yep. I got a narwhal. We bought a train that goes around the tree, not under the tree around it. Yeah, that happened. <gasps> so we, we went like full send. I have a, like a blow up Scooby-Doo for the front yard. We have like six or seven of the like fake light things and like a garage just anyways, I don't know what happened to me or when I thought I was ever this rich, but like, we just <laughs> went for it. And I like replaced Michael. everything in my house to be Christmas. My goal is to be rich enough to where I can hire a company to do the lights outside. <laughs> yes. Because I love to look at them, but I really hate putting them up and taking yeah. them down. Um, nice so as soon can. as I can hit that salary point. That's why decorations stay up so long for me is because I'm yes. like, oh, it's February. I should probably take my Christmas tree down, yeah. but it's just like, it's a lot. It took like, so long to put up. It's a lot. Like I'm, I was decorating it now and I was like, oh, this is going to suck to put away. Like, this is going to be brutal, but like worth it. Cause it's beautiful. But like, also like, I'm going to hate taking this down. Yeah. 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 That's why I decorate. Uh, last year I was like, I have too many decorations that I spent too much on that they need, they need full, like a, a gotta get your money yeah, worth. full experience. Yeah. And I like, yeah. I was hesitant to take them down in January. Cause I was like, okay, how long is the reindeer live here for? Like how long yeah. do we need this? Yeah. So. Reindeers yeah. like winter. So they Absolutely. should last yeah. the whole oh, yeah. winter. Like, oh yeah. Obviously. Oh yeah. I oh, have zero decorating abilities, like zero decorating abilities. Um, I just don't have an eye for it, unfortunately. So the decorations just go up when they go up. <laughs> and then for some reason, I don't, I like Christmas music. I enjoy it. So if I'm like shopping and I hear it, I enjoy it. Um, but I must be like a late bloomer because I don't start listening to Christmas music until after Christmas. It's always on the drive home after Christmas. And I think it's because Christmas has happened. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> it's like, no, it's over. <laughs> like, this is not the time to do it. Love so usually like the week between Christmas and New Year's is like true hard but if I'm like baking something or like decorating the tree obviously Christmas music will be on but yeah I just I I love it I love being in the Christmas spirit but I I think my there's just something wrong with my brain that it just doesn't quite get it yeah (laughs) I have Michael Bublé's Christmas album just like in shuffle in my playlist all year round the pentatonics, <laughs> yeah. pentatonics Christmas, that one, that, that goes beyond just like Christmas period. I'm, That's yeah. just, I'm living I'm it. classic <laughs> Christmas Sinatra Dino oh, oh, no, no, being no, cro- yes. like, Mm, like that's my favorite obviously because my favorite Christmas movie is White Christmas so it was a <laughs> shocker there but um yeah I I'm also very picky about my Christmas music like my Christmas I have a Christmas playlist and my Christmas playlist is my favorite versions of my favorite yeah well share it it's so funny because I'll like play it and people are like what is this song and I'm like 
the hippopotamus song or like I love the, the donkey song. the like Italian Christmas donkey song like I like have the most like random Christmas songs on there but like there's also one from Pogues it's from P.S. I Love You yeah there's it's just like random Christmas songs on there there's like a um there's a dropkick murphy song on there like, oh, yeah. like dropkick murphy song so like i it's just i yeah i have very random so we'll share it we'll we'll drop yeah. the, the christmas no the christmas playlist link i'll start but, listening to that one early yeah, don't worry it's it's a pretty good one but it's if i do say so myself but it's like my favorite versions of like the like classic Christmas songs yeah. so because there's so many different versions of every song obviously you've got like Mariah Carey on there and like the chipmunks I'm, I'm a big like modern Christmas fan like I, I just listen to like <laughs> Selena Gomez and like Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande just like on repeat I'm like play the Christmas pop <laughs> hey Google <laughs> play Christmas pop <laughs> that's me so so instead of um you guys were saying that you watched movies while you did Christmas decorations and stuff my parents um had you know that 64 cd changer or whatever and so we would listen to the Christmas cds on that one and we had approximately two of them in the and so we listened to those two cds (laughs) while we decorated for Christmas and so that is my like trigger for the Christmas spirit is those songs um which means that now I exclusively listen to those two albums for Christmas I would love to hear other Christmas stuff when I go out like you were saying Jacqueline into the stores on the radio whatever but if I am putting on Christmas music it is exclusively those two CDs and their versions are the only ones that I'm like yes this is correct I love love that couldn't love that more (laughs) so yeah so speaking of Christmas music and your classics and favorites do you guys have like a Christmas comfort read that you read every year whether it's a Christmas book or just like a seasonal one that you read every year for Christmas don't need to so I'm actually stealing this one from one of our co-hosts Laurie Death but um reading Harry Potter during like the Christmas season is like I don't do it every year but it just fits like it just that's just it you know so that one for sure I love that I always see the like uh, picture that has like all the Warner Brothers things and it's like it's that time of year I'm like that's and watching true. those movies too, <laughs> yeah that's another like Christmas I mean there's not a whole lot Christmassy about it but, but I, don't know, I just the thought it. that counts. It just works yeah it's the emotions <laughs> it's just a mood like it's such yeah. a like oh yeah it's oh, that yeah. cozy like but yeah absolutely I um read Throne of Glass for the very first time during Christmas um we went to Disney one year for Christmas right before the pandemic and I read it for the first time um and I read Crown of Midnight no no no. yeah Crown of Midnight um while I was at Disney and came home and I binged the rest of the series and I think it was like seven days or something like that um like spent New Year's Eve on my couch reading this book um so that I associate the throne of glass series with christmas so if i were to do a series reread it would be that one that's so i like that a lot i read a lot of western romance novels so um i read those during christmas because it's very easy to find like a a lone star christmas Mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. christmas at stone creek etc etc so i have like a whole pile of them here drop those books too because anybody needs them yeah for sure 
we're here for the Christmas yeah, romance. Not we, yeah, I am terrible. I don't have that many Christmas romance or not romance, just Christmas breeds in general. Um, this year I actually kind of leaned into a little bit. There's these like little novellas that it's like, it's, they're like reindeer falls and it's a series of like six. The books are like a hundred pages long. They're super short. And they're just like these short little bite-sized like love stories. And it's just like this town that's like, dedicated to Christmas and it's just the cutest thing in the world like the main like place that everyone works is like a toy factory and it's just like the cutest thing in the world and so um I was reading those so those are really cute but I don't necessarily when I'm like home for the holidays and stuff I don't necessarily read because I I love my family but it is very difficult to read in my in my family's house we're very loud and we're very rambunctious and so and we whenever we're all together like there's no downtime. We're just like wild and playing card games and drinking and just having a good time. So, um, yeah, it's speaking of drinking, uh, does anyone have a favorite Christmas cocktail or drink that they go to when it comes to Christmas, Christmas Eve, or the holidays in general? Apple cider and hot chocolate. And just those two are just that's Christmas the holiday season unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. When we were in London, we went to a really great um, like tea shop and I got some of their hot chocolate that I love because, you know, they have like samples and stuff, hot chocolate. And then I think I got what it, I got was a chai, a chai that we tried that was so good. And I still think about that chai to this day. So that's my, my Christmas think about. Peaked, peaked right then and there. Um, we drink a lot of blue wine. So it's like a uh, mold red wine. It's warm oh, typically. Yum. So we, my grandma makes it and her recipe, I kid you not, is quote, a cheap bottle of red wine. <laughs> it's like oranges, cloves, cinnamon. And she'll always say that just a cheap bottle of red wine. I'm like, oh, but you know, you could buy like a decent. She's like, no, 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 cheap. <laughs> just do it cheap. <laughs> just do it cheap. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> she's like under $4. I'm like, okay. Awesome. <laughs> she's like that's the key it has to be if it's, under, if it's over five it's not good like it Charles has to Schwab be or four. nothing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um we drink a lot of that during the holidays I when Connor and I were in France so we got married around Christmas time so I think I also kind of like we got married on the 22nd oh, um but that. when we were in Paris we were there from August to February so we had all of the Christmas markets and stuff that we would go to like all around Europe but obviously we like loved the ones in Paris and so going and it's like you know cold and then like getting the mold wine and getting to walk around like uh just what I mean and like the chestnuts that's a hallmark movie that. right there it was right. <laughs> I mean I think like my soul left my body and we had one that was like within walking distance of like where we lived and so I just be like do you want to just go to the Christmas market and he's like nothing's gonna be different I was like I know it's just like it's just happiness like it's just yep. you walk in and you're just like <sighs> so I'd yeah. like make them bundle up and, and we would go like walk around and so yeah I, anytime I think of mold wine I think of like those little Christmas yeah. wine. I'm like why can't we have more of that like I have more of that I was yeah, looking I was trying to find like Christmas markets or like villages they had the Christmas village like thing this last weekend at the fairgrounds in Nashville they had like a whole a whole Christmas that one (laughs) yeah I was like I didn't realize it until yesterday and I was like "Uh," and they were like it was like $20 to get into it it was like a whole thing but they have like hundreds of like Christmas vendors and I was like 
TBH, I could probably get like all my Grinchy stuff at the Hoblob for like fifty yeah. percent off. So yeah. like that's that's how that's who I am as a person. <laughs> that says anything, but yeah, I really I love the whole all the whole Christmas vibe as that's far as the like dream is like Christmas villages Christmas and Christmas markets. Yeah, Ugh. at a Christmas we, market, we went in like. Uh, so my birthday's in January. So that year that we were there, we were kind of like, we, we knew we were about to leave, like our time there was going to be over. So we were trying to hit a new place like every weekend. And so it was like the end of January and we went to um, Prague and we were just walking around. So it's like, it started snowing while we were there. And so it was so beautiful. And then we like stumble upon this Christmas market and keep in mind, it's like January 20th kind of thing. I started sobbing. <laughs> like, just absolutely because I was like, they saw a Christmas argument and it's like at the end of January. And like, we just like, it just, it truly, like, if my heart wants joy at Christmas market and it just like, it's not complicated in America. Like, get some culture, build some Christmas markets. Like, Literally, art. <laughs> I, I lived in Denver and I was shocked. We had some friends come to town. And so, of course, like, when friends come to town, you're like looking up events and things that are going yeah. on. And Denver did a German Christmas market. And I was like, <sighs> we're going, I don't care what else we're doing. We're going. So we went in December and they do an ice rink in the middle of downtown. And it's very, very small. Like don't get trumps up, but we did that and like walked to the Christmas markets. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so beautiful. I love this I'm place. I'm in character right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was like, in a like a blanket scarf. It was a whole vibe. And <laughs> I was like, why don't more places do this though? Yeah. That's so Come fair. On. We're really yeah. missing out on the culture here. Come on, America. Yeah. It's, let's get it together, together, guys. We need, we yeah. need Christmas markets and like, thing, I know, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> national Christmas markets. <laughs> True. I remember one year we, uh, this is a random tangent, but we did, we went and looked at light. Well, I grew up in Arizona, obviously we went to school in Tucson. We went to U of A. And so there's a, I don't, did you ever go to the, um, Winter Haven neighborhood, Tatiana? So they have this neighborhood that literally they, like all the houses, like full send on Christmas decorations and you'd like just like donate cans of food or whatever and go and like you know walk around they do the cycle bar thing where they like you like drink while you're like yeah and so um but it was it's like super cool one year when we did that one year and then the next year for my friend's mom's birthday she wanted to go look at Christmas lights well there's this like double decker bus that you could like go on it's in phoenix somewhere and it just drives around and you look at like christmas lights and like all over it's like and you can like bring your own like alcohol or whatever you want so we have obviously like baileys and like hot cocoa and just like random stuff you know and so we it was so much fun and we just like it was like all the girls so i in the neighborhood that i grew up in like i all the people that were like our neighbors we all like rodeo together and went to school together and knew each other since we were like five and so all of us like got together as like all the girls in the neighborhood and went and did this for my friend's birth or friend's mom's birthday and it was so much fun but it was just like it was it was it was great and i was just like oh that's cool. i don't even know if they still do it but it was just like this random double decker bus and you were like met at a Ross and like some random there's like Tuffy marketplace or whatever and just like met and went and they just drove around Phoenix and you got to see all the lights and it was so much fun but I love that I love like Christmas lights Christmas mm-hmm. lights give me all the feels Ali did you ever do was it Santa's Wonderland 
in college station okay so we both oh, went yes. to Texas A&M in college station my freshman year I dated a guy from freshman year to junior year he's not my current husband uh but I I remember freshman year I like laid down the groundwork of like you will take me to Santa's Wonderland and I have never been and I'm still salty to this day but so Allie if you've been will you like tell it because it's I like actually a whole thing I actually told Connor last year uh I was like Connor she wants to go to Santa's Wonderland. That's what she wants. And so he dropped the ball too. Sorry to tell you. I know, like, uh, come on, man. Uh, I no, just I've been twice, go. <laughs> two or three times, actually. Hot chocolate, best hot chocolate I've ever had in my entire life. Even better than the London one that I got. Um, and that may or may not have been because I was freezing my butt off. Um, because we don't do cold in Texas. We don't handle it well. Um, and so we don't have cold clothes. We don't, like, mm. Um, I've driven through it. The drive through is miserable because you're waiting in like a multi-hour long line, um, to just drive through it. You have to park and get out and like explore it. And the shops are cute and the, they have live music and I, I go for the hot chocolate and then you get on a horse-drawn carriage and you go through the thing on the horse-drawn carriage and it is so cute and it is it burns your redness how bright it is like if you were to fly over Santa's Wonderland in College Station you would see it from 10,000 feet like <laughs> it is so bright it's massive like, traffic will back up to Houston which is like an hour and a half away from College yeah. Station like let me see if I can find this is this is not a small little thing nope. and I just remember I'd sit there and I'd be like this would be a great date night it's a big it's very popular (laughs) for um why i didn't just take myself and be a whole modern woman and be like "Mm, you need your main character moment you need like a guy to take you a perfect kiss hot chocolate the whole thing i needed it to be like this was my heart's longing and like no one was appreciating it and he's like grumpy and silent he's like i see you i see your heart absolutely i'll take you to santa's wonderland and have my retinas burned out (sighs) That sounds so Texas of you guys. <laughs> it's very Texas of us. <laughs> it so it's very Texas. Everything because of course Texas. it has to be bigger than like anything yes. that it, like necessarily. There, I think like uh, it's kind of off the highway before you get to College Station coming from Houston and they have parking lots like A through whatever. It like goes down to like P. It's a, like it's The barn is the like so the main lights. piece, but there's like, um, there's this one that's Santa's town. That's like the building um they really do the like I mean, the whole building and lights oh everything is covered not in lights. subtle the big thing it's here not is like, like yeah i was gonna say the big thing here is zoo lights like in phoenix they'll the yes we'll do them yes yeah, so it's like zoo that lights on steroids without the animals love that that sounds yeah. amazing sign me yeah. up that's it's incredible he did take me to zoo lights last year Allie. he did uh, take me to zoo lights yeah yeah i the there was one time I went to Santa's Wonderland and I legitimately thought that I had gotten frostbite in my toes because it was <laughs> so cold that I couldn't, I could no longer feel them. Cold and I wore is the worst though. In, like, in Texas, like cow, cowboy boots are like the thing um, to do when you're like dressing up to go out. And they're also pretty sturdy because they're leather. And so I, I put on my fuzzy socks and shoved my feet in my boots and that was not conducive to a cold environment. And then the, yeah. the leather like hardened in the mm-hmm. cold and it took me forever to get them off to warm my feet up. It was, it was a whole moment. It's yeah. A whole moment. I, um, I used to rodeo. And so, um, and we had our like rodeo that was, or the weekend after Thanksgiving, 
it was in like Florence, Arizona, which is not super cold, but randomly it would get really cold. I don't know why. Um, and one year it was just, I mean, we were like on our horses, like with like blankets and just like, and obviously we're all born and raised in Arizona. So none of us are like made for <laughs> cold weather. It was like miserable and raining. And one of the events is goat tie. You would step off of your horse and your feet would be so cold that they felt like they were going to just like shatter. And I just, I, I remember that pain of like having cold feet and like boots. And that just like reminded that just like a memory <laughs> unlocked of just like pain radiating through your legs, like hitting the ground when you're like stepping off your horse. Yeah. Just, you know, good times, but yeah, boots are not conducive to, to cold weather. I was supposed to go to the Houston rodeo last year, 2020, and they literally, it was, it was open. And then obviously pandemic stuff happened. So they shut down the day that we were supposed to go. Oh no. It was for the Lizzo concert. So I'm like, (gasps) so really salty. My husband's actually the one who got the tickets because he loves Lizzo so much. And so we were so excited. And then literally the morning of, they were like, okay, we're shutting it down because we don't know about this whole thing. And, And so, yeah. Oh I'm no! So, I'm so oh, salty I about it. <laughs> I also love that your husband loves Lizzo. Like that's amazing. Like Lizzo My, is everything. Connor is honestly a man written by a woman. Like, <laughs> like I'm telling you, this man is amazing, and he truly like his qualities. You're just like you're not real. Like, you're not real. You are. That's iconic. I love that so yeah. much. Okay, yeah. so the plan is New Year's in Nashville, the Houston Rodeo. <laughs> yes. and- Grand Canyon so hiking ready. trip up to you guys. Yes. <laughs> we could take the could take the train, Polar Express style, <laughs> up to the Grand Canyons. Options are open. Yeah. I've always wanted to see it. <laughs> it's really fun. We should go. Whenever. <laughs> I live like six hours from there, but yep. I'll take you. Right. Us <laughs> in Texas, we are uh we're well versed in the long distance road trip life. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So we are well yeah. aware of, yeah. of mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yep that's awesome so I don't I'm out of questions do you have any more questions Kirsten I feel like we, we talked it out for like Christmas <laughs> yes <laughs> any no, books no that y'all are reading here. this year for Christmas like to get into the spirit because I'm looking for recommendations I've seen a ton but none that have like snatched me we just right re- actually just did an episode um before this on in a holidays I don't know if you've okay. read it yet but I've seen uh, Lauren, right? for Christmas. Yeah. it's it's super cute um it's have you ever seen the movie Groundhog Day? No. Yes. Oh, Groundhog Day is a good one. I have that also same thought one. when I was reading it. Yeah. So, um, but it's kind of like a reliving a, the same time ah. situation. It's really cute. It's a really good yeah, one to kind of get in the like holiday spirit. It's okay. a really cute one. So that's. I've actually cute. never read any yeah. Christina Lauren. So. That was our first one. Yeah. It was, same. it was pretty good. I'm. I would be interested to read her other ones because I liked this one. It wasn't totally Christmas enough for me I think um the one I've seen floating around is the Santa suit by Mary Kay Andrews she wrote the newcomers or something like that I think that's it just came out I think this month maybe I could be wrong I've seen it it a lot yeah it the cover looks really cute there is one that I'm so that I think I'm gonna read um that I'm excited about I have no idea what it's about the only reason I want to read it is because 
uh, Connor and I, our next international like living location that we really want is London. Um, so he works for a super international company. So we're kind of hoping that we just like, <laughs> get, uh, and, but it's meet me in London by Georgia Tuffalo, I believe oh. is what it is. So I'm like, do I know anything about it? Nope. But it's, there's snow on the cover and it's London. So I'm done. So. Okay. One day in December by Josie Silver has a red double-decker bus on it. So I'm thinking that, that one may also be <laughs> London themed. There you go. Um, oh, the 12 dates yes. of Christmas. That one was really popular last year. If you guys haven't read that one, it's by it's on book outlet. Yeah. Have you read it? I have not I have read not. it. No. no, I've seen it a bunch. That one was supposed to be really good and it got good reviews. Um, I have no idea what it's about. It is on book outlet though. If you're looking for any, we are, I was looking for Christmas books on book outlet. There's a couple, there's a couple on there that, um, seem to be pretty cute and the christmas bookshop is the other one i put on my list i haven't read that yet either but that's the one i would like to read and it's oh, by jenny colgan oh that looks so cute the cover's adorable the bookshop i would love to yeah i would love oh, to decorate yeah. my house in like this kind of style right um, but again somehow i would not be able to accomplish that i was like <laughs> I this one have looks... a picture in front of me and still not do it yeah uh, yeah, love every single the, one like... of the rooms in my house is like a different theme. And I was laughing because when I lived in Oklahoma, I was like very poor and I didn't have like a regular Christmas tree. I had like a three foot one I bought from Big Lots for like $5. And I had these like teeny tiny, like Western ornaments that I put on there. Cause like, I really leaned into it when I lived in Oklahoma and I still like have all those decorations. Like I keep them every year. I still have that tree. And then last year, the deck, the, the ornaments are, are so small. And I had like a three foot tree. So it looks really awkward on there. Like clearly it's not the right <laughs> size. So last year I finally bought like a dollar store, like mini tree. And my friend came over and helped me decorate. And I was laughing because she like started singing that song that like Jeff Bezos song. It was like, look where I came from. <laughs> look at you now. And like pointed to my regular tree. And I was like dying laughing. because I was like, this is so true that like, here I am like six years later, still like decorating the same tree. <laughs> but I then my whole that. house is like a winter wonderland. And I was like, I might have to do a reel on that. That's I like- will have to <laughs> say your bathroom is my favorite. Yeah. Like your bathroom decoration is like, oh, it's sense. so colorful and it's just so sticky cute yeah I do shower curtain Christmas rugs on the bathroom floor I have like seven of the like colorful they're like neon colored uh bottle brush trees buffalo check um oh, towels and then I have like a set of like vintage snowman like hand towel are you washcloth. kidding me no. oh my gosh <laughs> so cute yeah I go 100% I have Christmas quilts now on all of my beds yeah. I'm Last year so I went ham so and I made 12 pillowcases for all the throw pillows in my house. And like the, any sized pillow I could find, I made a um, holiday. <laughs> we also did a holiday, story. like a Christmas party at your, yeah. or like a Christmas gathering at yeah. your, uh, with three people, <laughs> the five of us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <a lot> of <laughs> friends. <laughs> at your, at your uh, house. I will say that is like one of the best ornaments. I got a, a flamingo ornament and it's probably, oh yeah. Favorite in the world it's so cute so, we it. go ham for christmas but yeah i we think did i a... am gonna do a little tree for my office where i like i have yeah. all my bookcases i'm gonna have a little tree in here yeah. i would love to like go on etsy and find like a bunch of like bookish ornaments and stuff i know like phase me i was just has. gonna say that i was like <laughs> they're so cute i think i'm gonna go buy all of them because they're one really she's cute. amazing and yeah. two they're adorable um so I think I'm gonna like maybe go like Love buy that. a bunch of and it would be like a little tree like a little three foot tree. yeah yeah like I don't know what it is this year but I'm just like 
Christmas. Like it's <laughs> this just is my like personality now. This is who I am right now. Like this is who I am. So yeah, funny. it's yeah, it's intense. Yeah, I. So, so my like I mean, personal page is the literature llama, and I got this a few years ago, and I like never use it for anything. But I got my llama a uh, tiny hat. And it's the ones that go on the bottles from the Bath and Body Works. And I was, I found it last year and I was like, wait, this is perfect. So now my llama just like has a hat. So that's just its personality from now on. <laughs> She's just full you send Christmas, Christmas llama. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we, Santa Claus. <laughs> we had one year where these pajamas, this like onesie or whatever. My sister has a matching one and our dogs have matching onesies like this. And there's a Christmas picture floating around somewhere, literally all four of us. And we're all in our little onesies, like my dog and her dog. And like, and my dog has little short, he's a corgi. So he's got little short, little nubbin legs. So I have to roll his little onesie. And my sister's dog has like long old model legs. And so hers is like, like really like (laughs) up her little legs. And so it's just like, it's really funny. It's the cutest thing ever, but Pippin hates it, but I don't, I don't care. Yeah. yeah, Pippin's the perfect name too. Yeah. Yeah. Pippin is Pippin. Yeah. He's a lot. Anyways. Well, we'll probably end it here because I know we've been here for hours. <laughs> I want to take up too much of your guys' day. It's been super fun. We could probably talk Christmas for the next two years. So <laughs> thank you guys for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. We yeah, our pleasure. A it's genuinely a joy. Yeah. This has been super fun. So thank Can't you wait to stalk you, Kirsten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. We found out so many things during this episode. <laughs> we did. We really did. This is, this is amazing. Trips so, you know, so it's a start <laughs> It's not an episode if we don't sing. I'm just throwing that up. Yes. <laughs> For real though. It's not an episode for us if we don't make some type of TikTok reference. Right, right. Is High School Musical, does that count as a Christmas movie? I'm just asking. (laughs) It can be whatever you want Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Anything can be a Christmas movie if you believe hard enough. Absolutely. If there's any sort of Christmas reference whatsoever. (laughs) Very true. I mean, Die Hard. Yeah, absolutely. It was just a Christmas movie. Thank you all so much for having us. It's been a joy. Thank you for listening to the Bookish Banter podcast this week. We would appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you once again, and we'll see you all next week.